Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On today's episode, we are talking about sex magic. Sex magic is something that I have incorporated into my personal routine, and I wanted to get an expert on here to tell us all a little bit more about it and what that looks like and how to incorporate that in your life to make all of your dreams and goals a reality. It's super powerful, quite interesting, and I am excited to share this powerful tool with you. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about my Get the Sex You Desire workbook. This workbook is really handy to help you explore what you might be interested in and what's a hard no for you. Sometimes it can be really hard to even imagine all of the possibilities of pleasure that are available to us. So check out the Get the Sex You Desire workbook by going to desire.vaginasvulvasandvibrators.com and start working on that workbook. Joining me is Sophie St. Thomas. She is a journalist, the author of several books, including Sex Witch and Allure's Magazine Resident Astrologer. I am so excited for her to join us today to talk all about sex magic. With that being said, Sophie, you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, I am Sophie St. Thomas. I am a journalist and author who writes about sex, drugs, and glamour. I am Allure's resident astrologer and contribute regularly to outlets such as GQ and Playboy. And my third book recently came out that I'm so excited about called Sex, which is, I'm sure we'll talk about all of it during this interview, but it's about magic and sex and really just using your personal power and your sexuality to get what you want. Yes, we are totally going to talk all about your sex witch book. That is actually how I found you on social media as I was looking for somebody who was an expert in the field of sex magic. And I came across your book and I'm like, Ooh, yes, let's talk. So recently I have kind of gotten into a sex magic ritual and learned more about orgasmic manifestation And I post about it a lot, actually, on my social media feed, and I get a lot of questions about it. So do you want to just go ahead and tell us what is sex magic? Of course. I guess I should, I like to clarify at first that sex magic doesn't necessarily mean doing spells for sex or for attracting a partner. Sex Witch has sex magic in it, as well as other spells using different type of magic too attract a better partner or to get in touch with your sexuality. Sex magic specifically is harnessing sexual energy, usually in the form of orgasm. But if orgasm is tricky for you to come by, there's still plenty of sexual energy you can use to direct it towards a goal. So one may visualize you know, for me, like getting my next book deal. And there's like a six figure advance and I'm at my book launch party wearing this fabulous outfit. And the idea is that, especially if you do it during a full moon, which is peak manifestation time, that energy 
of your orgasm will be sent into the universe, the cosmos, higher power, whatever you believe in to help you obtain your goal. Yes, I use it a lot. My current like manifestation is related to like my business and I totally use it a lot for creating my goals. Yeah, I think it was kind of first taught to me through a way of money magic and career magic and that still is one of my favorite ways to use it. I've used it for finding a relationship too, but I put that on my personal back burner. So I haven't used that recently, but I know it'll work when I'm ready to explore that avenue. But how do you create a sex magic routine or a sex magic ritual? I think it can happen very organically and very naturally. In in my case, I was doing sex magic before I knew I was doing sex magic. It, and I've heard a lot of other people having this experience. It felt just very, just very intuitive to use this powerful source of energy to think about a professional goal I had in mind, such as getting a book deal. And then I was just talking to a friend of mine, Kristen Soleil, who's another amazing writer on this subject. She's the author of Witches, Sluts, and Feminists. We share a publisher. And she was like, yeah, that's how I got my first book deal. It was sex magic. And I started researching. And of course, this is something that's been around forever, forever, forever. And once I knew what I was doing, I made it more ritualized. I would look to the moon cycle or I would integrate candle magic as well. And there's just so much fun ways you can have with it. But I think it's just a really natural, again, intuitive thing that doesn't necessarily require a lot of pomp and circumstance unless that's something you want to add to your practice. Yeah, I would agree that like I was doing this before I knew it was something like I would masturbate with an intention of some sort and never knew that like this was a legit thing, just kind of fell into it, I guess, really. It's a fun thing to fall into, you know, you might, (laughs) it's like making orgasms productive, basically. (laughs) Exactly. And then it takes a lot of time, at least you're being productive, right? If you you spend a lot of time masturbating. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about the difference between like solo and partner. I'm not one who really erects super strict moral boundaries, I guess, to be blunt about it. Some people say that sex magic should be avoided if you're with a partner, you know, because they may not consent to being part of your magic ritual. If you are in a trusting and loving relationship and you want to do sex magic while you're having sex, and your partner is aware that you do this practice, I think it's very harmless. But the benefit to masturbation is that, you know, sometimes we fall for dudes who maybe don't believe in magic the same way, or maybe it's a little distracting. So when you do sex magic just by yourself, you basically just don't have to like worry about anyone else's bullshit, if that makes sense, about their pleasure or what they might be thinking about sex magic, you can, you know, take your time, you can light candles, you can make it very ceremonial, you can move and do it into the bathtub, and you can make it this self-pleasure ritual where you really are just focusing on yourself 
and your desires and your pleasures. So I do think doing it alone through masturbation is probably the ideal way of doing sex magic. But that being said, I think it's also fun and powerful to do with a partner if you find yourself in some, you know, kind of should be on a movie version of like some ceremonial sex party or something, of course, do sex magic. But in general, I think it's best to start and practicing doing it with masturbation. Yeah, I actually have like a whole routine where I light some Palo Santo and use my journal for some like setting my intentions, have candles music. And then I also incorporate like different textures just to like set the scene for myself. I, yeah, I would, Palo Santo literally translates to holy wood, which is hilarious to me because I think it sounds just so erotic. So that is one of my, one of my preferred cleansing methods prior to engaging in sex magic. I love it. I'm glad that I'm already following some of your favorite things. I know a lot of couples actually use like a sex magic ritual together for setting intentions. Sometimes they set their own intentions, but sometimes they can have like a combined intention that they set and then they have sex to create this as well. I think that is so beautiful. Which on which relationship? My partner is a physicist, so he's very science oriented. So maybe that's why I like to do it in masturbation because I'm like, I love science and I love your brain, but like, don't come at me with any of that skepticism while I'm manifesting my next book. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That is true because some people it's just not their their cup of tea, and for others. They love this kind of stuff. I'm totally into loving the different types of things that are out there to try because why not? What do I have to lose? What have you manifested? I did. I'll tell you a favorite spell. It's, you know, the thing about spell work is that it does require follow through. You know, you can't say you're doing sex magic to find the perfect partner and you list all those attributes of what you need. I need someone who is actually available, who I feel stable with, who there's long-term potential. And then you do the spell, but you keep dating people who you know by now are bad for you. Then it's it's just by logically like not going to work. I don't think that diminishes the practice of sex magic. It just reminds you that you are the most powerful ingredient to your spell. So in that sense, sometimes I also think the universe is kind of tricky. You know, you might do just the snaky path that happens before one usually finds the right career or the right partner. Sometimes you just have to let go and watch what happens. But I did a spell with a penis candle. This was taught to me where you, I like pretended it was like my boyfriend for like a week, basically. And kind of like I slept next to it. It like watched TV with me and my best friend who is also a witch and astrologer and just like hung out with this penis candle. And I want, I do want to mention I am a, I am super bisexual. I'm with a 
male identifying partner at the moment, but before that it was the woman. And I think that we all contain masculine and feminine traits. So you can use a penis candle or there's also vagina candles and really apply it to any gender. It doesn't have to be prescriptive regarding genitals or gender. Anyways, but then the reason penis candles are preferred to vagina candles for this type of spell work is because it's easier to have sex with them. And then so after the week, I was instructed to put a condom on the penis candle so no wax gets anywhere and basically masturbate with it. And as I come with the candle inside me, envision my perfect partner. And then you sit the candle, take the condom off, put the candle on your altar and light it. And candle magic is another one of my favorite types of magic. So I love any chance to incorporate the the two. And the idea is that the spell is just infused into this candle. And as it's burning, it's passing along a spell. And when it's done burning, the spell is complete. And I am in a pretty wonderful situation at the moment. Like I said, it wasn't a complete direct route from that candle to him, but it definitely was a fun one. And that spell was definitely fun. And I think it's really important that we have fun with all of this because no, there isn't any science backing it up. There's, you know, the kind of problematic Aleister Crowley really popularized it, but he he found it from cultures, Egyptian cultures that have been doing this stuff forever. So there's a lot of history in it. And I think that's very powerful, but I think it's okay to have fun with it. Absolutely. And it's okay. Like there's so many different ways to go about it. There's not just one, like, this is how you do it. You can do it in a lot of different ways and for a lot of different things. So that's awesome. I haven't heard of that one before. I don't think I've made it that far in your book. Cause I think you talk <laughs> about it in your book. I do talk about that in my book. It might be in the introduction, actually. I remember like briefly hearing about it because I was listening to it while I was at work. So what would you like to add about like sex? I think visualization is really important. I think that, you know, masturbation and sex, not everyone is going to be super aroused thinking about a paycheck or a professional goal it's a little easier if you're doing it for sex or like fantasizing about your perfect partner. But I do think it's okay to, when you're masturbating, think about erotic things. And then the moment you come, just enter this full visualization of what you want. And so I would strongly suggest working on that before you dive into the sex magic. I have always been taught that visualization is very, very powerful in magic in general. So if you're doing this for a professional goal, first off, take time to sit down, write an intention letter and kind of boil down. It's basically a form of therapy like to yourself to get clear on what you really want. And then I would take time sitting and meditating and working on exactly what you want and coming up with a visualization of it. So then When you're practicing sex magic, when you do come, you can just switch to this visualization that you already know is exactly what you want as you come, you know, kind of rather than trying to like make it up as you go along and are masturbating, which I find can be a little bit distracting. So 
I would say that, yes, it's okay to think about other things to get to the orgasmic goal and to work on your intention to find out what it is that you really want and the power of visualization. That is so true. It's funny. So for me, I did a couple different ones recently. And one was to like, listen to my body and what it wants and what it needs. Cause sometimes I can feel very disconnected from my body. And then the other one was that I'm a successful businesswoman who drives a maroon Range Rover. And the funniest thing is that like, it was actually easier for me to orgasm to the Range Rover than it was for nice. me to listen to my body, which is just so interesting, but insightful at the same time. Like, it makes sense to me. Well, listening to your body is very hard as someone also very prone to disassociation, you know, or getting caught up in, in the day or in the moment you realize you're com- completely out of tune with your body. It, that's tricky. And Range, Ro- Range Rovers are very sexy, so I don't believe They are so, and just the way they sound. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. If somebody wants to start a sex magic ritual, how do they begin or like, where do they start? I would recommend journaling to, you know, the, the, sometimes the hardest part is figuring out what we actually want, at least for me, or I might think I want something. And then I realize that kind of another version of that is actually a lot healthier. So I would say before getting to the sex part, journaling and meditating and becoming very clear on your intentions and your desires. And then I would just have a lot of fun with it. You know, we're, it's, we're masturbating to, for magical purposes, it's should be completely fun and completely sexy and a, a joyful, low pressure experience that doesn't necessarily have to be taken all too seriously. I, I do think there's power in it, of course, but I mainly, I don't want people to go into this stressed out at all. So I would say, you know, get clear on your desires and then have fun with it. And then kind of going back to what we talk about, talked about earlier, remember that, you know, then it's up to you to put into action what needs to be done. You can't keep making the same past mistakes over and over and then masturbating to something different and expecting that that is just going to magically sweep and change, you know, who you're like going on dates with, because that is up to you. That's so true. And I think that one of the most magical parts about doing like sex magic or just manifestation in general is that it's more on the forefront of your brain. You're thinking about it more. So you're more likely to make those other changes which is part of why it is successful, I think. Yes, I agree 100%. How did you get interested in sex magic or like what led you down this path? Well, I have always, I feel lucky that I was able to become a sex writer, comfortable writing about sexuality because I was not raised in a religious home. I was raised in a very liberal home in the Caribbean with a lot of freedom. And so I don't, 
have kind of any disapproving relatives or religious hangups that I had to work through, which I know a lot of people do just by nature of being raised in that. And so I experienced success as a sex writer, you know, being willing to talk and write about these communities or these subjects that people, that other people might be a little uncomfortable talking about. And it was through my work that I initially became really involved in the occult scene and in magic and witchcraft, you know, just through investigating first. But when I moved to New York, I like 10 years ago, I lived across the street from a witchcraft shop. And I, like many, you know, girls, you know, was reading books about witches, you know, ever since I was little and found it completely fascinating and went in and started working on my practice. And sex magic, it was just such a natural and merging for me of two beats that I was already writing about that were also part of my personal life. So when I really got into it, it was just like, oh my God, of course, like I write about subcultures, I write about sex, like I'm, you know, practicing astrology, this all just makes so much sense. So it was it was a very natural flow for me. I love that. And I think it's also important to point out that doing a sex magic routine doesn't make you, I don't know the right terminology, so you'll probably have to help me with this, but like, it doesn't make you a witch. It doesn't make you like, what are some of the common like things that misconceptions about it? Evil devil worshiper. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make you that exactly. Yeah. Well, even the Satanists that I'm close with don't worship devil, like devils, like the Christians think they do. I, I have encountered this in my personal life where to me the word witch is so fun and empowering and a just a good thing. And then I've gotten reactions from people say a partner's conservative parents where it's just like, oh my God, this evil devil worshiping woman. And I'm like, what? But I think that shows how words have such varying meaning to people based on what they were taught and and what they grew up with. And over and over and over, I'm reminded that people in the witch community, people in the pagan community, people in the sex positive community see these words as happy things, but someone who grew up being taught that anything occult or witchy is bad and is satanic. And I don't mean that in like a fun metal Alice Cooper type of way, or, you know, the Lucifer represents the individual who refused to conform, which is what most modern day Satanists believe, but in a, you know, actual fiery hell, sin, evil I, I don't believe in those things. And as mentioned, I didn't grow up with them. I do have a lot of compassion for people who are interested in this, but did grow up with that teachings. So whether it's shaking off residual guilt or whether knowing that if they start posting about being a witch, that their you know parents are going to see it and it's going to be a whole thing. That, that really sucks. So I forget your original question, but I... Yes, I kind of unfortunately have realized that my definition of witch is a lot, is much more positive than other people's. 
Yeah. And I think that there's like this big misconception that a lot of people have. If you're practicing this, it means that you are some sort of satanic being. However, it's really like a spiritual practice and it doesn't matter if you are religious or non-religious or anything like everybody can participate in this to whatever degree they want to. Well, there's no denying that sexuality is sacred, even in the most conservative religions who view it as a tool for procreation. I mean, that is extremely sacred that it's capable. I like to say sometimes sex is the opposite of death. If you're like, you know, in a cis heteronormative relationship, that can literally be interpreted as, well, it produces life. But to me, it's always been such a expression of life and living that it feels defiant to death. So I do think in all cultures, regardless of the expression, whether it's more repressive or more based in freedom and sexual expression, sex is holy and sacred. And it always has been. And this is just one way to go about that. If the listeners take one thing away from today's conversation, what would you want it to be? I would tell them that they deserve everything that they want. And that, you know, scarcity mindset, I personally think is bullshit. And often we get in our own ways more than we know by limiting ourselves. And this can be a really fun and literally sexy practice to get in touch with what you want. You deserve to be paid for what you do. You deserve to do what you love. You deserve a healthy relationship. These are actually not big asks at all. So go for it. Yes, that's perfect. Where can the listeners find you at? You can find me on across social media platforms at the Bowie cat. That's the then Bowie like David Bowie, who is my favorite deity to work with in my magical practice. <laughs> and then cat because I love cats. And I kind of do a million things sometimes it feels like and I'm working on a lot of new projects I'm really excited about. So social media is the best way to follow me. And where can the listeners find your book at? It is on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, pretty much all major bookstores. Just Google Sex Witch spells for love, lust, and self-protection, and it should pop right up. Yay. Yes, I can't wait to finish that book because it's good and thank you. some more directions. So. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Amazing. We'll have a magical day. This episode is sponsored by Pure Romance by Jordan Jones, offering top bath and beauty products and relationship enhancement items. Check out the link in the bio to start shopping today. By shopping, you are supporting this podcast. Thank you for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next episode.